This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. friend you're welcome to reflections for today today's nugget is titled honestly mistaken honestly mistaken honest mistakes are almost inevitable in the quest for truth innovation and change those who've never made mistakes are those who've greatly accomplished nothing. Though costly, we shouldn't be discouraged by mistakes because mistakes afford an opportunity to learn and grow. 
They keep us humble and enable us to see reality and ourselves more clearly. Most mistakes can be forgiven and corrected, provided we will humbly submit to the truth. Our response to truth reveals whether we are really honest or are frankly misguided, stupid, and deluded. For when truth is presented to the honestly mistaken, they either cease to be mistaken or cease to be honest. This is written by Dr. Samuel Cranty Pipim. And for more nuggets written by Dr. Pipim, you can visit eaglesonline.org and click on Weekly Thoughts Nuggets. I am Margaret Abebrese. Thank you. things. Prayer changes things. And you know what? Prayer changes you as well. Prayer can change any individual. Turn with me to John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. It reads, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. I take it again, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Prayer indeed changes things. Ask God, and He will do it. Welcome back to You Decide If You Just Join Me, My Cherished Listener. My panelists are Pastor A.Y.A. Brent Coker and... Our young fresh pastor from school, Pastor Michael Akwabwa. You're welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes. We are treating angels and demons. And we just got to a point where we wanted to see the origin of them in relation, in chronological relation to mankind. At the time angels were made, was it before human beings or after human beings or at the time that they fell, the devil deceived mankind? Was it before the fall of Adam and Eve or after? If it was the devil who entered Adam and Eve, especially, I am just trying to make this logic here. If it was the devil who deceived Eve, as many of us understand from the Bible, then it means that the devil was thrown down from heaven before Adam and Eve sinned. So, Revelation is a war unto man because he has come down with great wrath. I am also thinking that the angels were made before the heavens and the earth were created. The ones we know as human beings stay in. Probably because the angels were those who actually executed the things that God commanded. 
What do you think? Well, like what Michael really talked, when you read Job, mm. when he said, after creation, the sons of God sang for joy, that tells you they were happy. They really were so glad for the creation. And like he's saying, it could be Job 38, 3 to 7. Job 38, 3 to 7, if you could read your scriptures. When you read that particular passage where it hints that they were there at creation and after creation, they rejoiced. They were glorious. They were happy for what God has done. And so that tells you they were there before man was created. Because the question was, where were you when the sons of God sang for joy? So when you look at it from that context, it looks like angels predate man. But as to how long they were before man was created, we cannot. The only thing the Bible gives us, a chronology, which tells us that in hierarchy, the angels are higher than men. Oh, okay. Once we have created now, a with the world. issue of the cherubim and the seraphim, or you want to yes, add something? Yeah. Actually, we have to look at this pronouncement in Job chapter 38, really. Not as in context of man's origin, but rather Job is being spoken to as a person to understand his time of being. Job wasn't the first man created. For instance, if we accept the fact that angels predate man, we cannot give the time within no. which he was created. No, we cannot. Sir. We, we are cannot. Not we can just assume. But mm. since we have this assertion in Genesis chapter 2, verse number 1, that when he finished creating the heavens and everything therein, so as it is repeated in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, creation of angels as being heavenly hosts, which can be included in all things within, we need not to exempt them from the creation of the universe. While Job is being spoken to in his time to understand God's dealings, during the time God was speaking to him, but not the origin of humanity. That is a bit scholastic and academical. Everything else, apart from angels that were created that we can see and perceive in our universe now, was stated in the creation account, and the time and day of creation on which that thing was made was actually mentioned. Angels were not mentioned. The only thing I can remember from the Bible is they were commanded to minister Unto men. The first time I hear angels being mentioned was they were sent to guard the tree of life to prevent Adam and Eve. If you go by the Bible arrangements, the first time I hear angels being mentioned at this time. So why do you think that if they were created within that time frame and not before that time frame, why were their names not mentioned as maybe on the first day? As part of the creation. As, as part of the creation. Because everything else... Actually, mm -hmm. if you read Genesis chapter 1, yes, you see the creation account. Mm. It mentions things we see mm -hmm. in the, in the sky. atmospheric heaven. Yes. But I don't think we have things we see in the dwelling place of God. Mm. We don't have the mentioning of those stuff. There are no mentions that of those it. things. Yes. And my argument here is that mm -hmm. since we have the, the textual references in yeah. Psalm 148, mm -hmm. it talks about the origin of angels has been created right we have also Colossians chapter 1, one verse 16, 16 yes. that Christ created everything and everything was created in him by him and for him mm. referring to whatever we have reference as being created mm. and with the assertion I was making that for instance 
if we say that things were created before the six-day creation, mm. we are stepping a foot into gap theory. Mm. We talks about the, the one we discussed during the creation sure. topic. For instance, if we are to go through what believers or various religions think about what angels are, mm. we will know the background. Some people say they are the spirit of the dead people or mm-hmm. the spirit of the dead. Those people who are good. That no, the spirit uh, of the, of the dead. dead. Yes. And yes. also the spirit of the people to be born. Okay. They are angels. Mm. They are also people also say that they were created by God. That is the Islamic version. They were okay. created by God alright. But they don't have power to choose. Okay. Which also is contrary to Ezekiel chapter twenty eight. That those who disobeyed came down with Lucifer. So they had a, a sure. choice to so choose. In order not to step out from what we have as biblical truth, we cannot predate angels, their creation, quite distinct from the creation account we have. Okay. Okay, the French people will say on a paper savoir you cannot know because it is not mentioned. We can just assume. Pastor. Yeah, in essence, what he's saying and what he's arguing is that if we stick to the creation account mm. and angels are not mentioned mm. as to when they were created, yes. let's leave it as it is. Anyway, that's the secret things belong to God. That settles it for the origins of the angels. Um, I want us to also check something about their functionality but this one will be after we return from our second short break and when we come back we'll see the functions of these angels and you prepare yourself to also give us some functions of the demons as well i was joined here today by pastor ay Bryant coker and my first graduate from school michael akwabwa i have been your host Thomas Isaac, remember, in matters of faith, you decide. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven. Three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. Fetch me a pair of shoes. 
place them on my servant's feet. My servant, you sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, servant, I can sit down. Sit down, servant, I can sit down. Sit down, servant, I can sit down. My soul so happy that I can sit down. Sit down, servant, I can sit down. Sit down, servant, I can sit down. Sit down, servant, I can sit down. My soul so happy that I can sit down. My Lord, you know that you promised me, promised me a long white robe with a golden waistband. Go yonder, angel, fetch me a golden waistband, wrap it round my servant's waist. My servant, you sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, servant, I can sit down, sit down, servant, I can sit down, sit down, servant, I can sit down. My soul so happy that I can sit down. Sit down, servant, I can't sit down. Sit down, servant, I can't sit down. Sit down, servant, I can't sit down. My soul so happy that I can't sit down. Sit down, sit down, servant, I can't sit down. Sit down, servant, I can't sit down. Sit down, servant, for you and me on the portals. He's waiting and watching, watching. My friend, you are welcome to Moment of Truth. I am Pastor Ebenezer Quay, and I welcome you once more to Moment of Truth. Our topic for discussion today is at your word. It is sometimes difficult to accept what people say and act accordingly. Anytime you want to act at someone's word, then that person must be somebody you trust, somebody you know, somebody you have faith in. This is what we'll be looking at, an interaction that went on between Peter and Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you that you can speak your words to us again. Your words that will give us life. Your words that will turn our lives around. Speak to us in the power of the Holy Spirit. We have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Our text for discussion is Luke chapter 5. We are reading through verses 1 through to 10. Let's hear the word of God. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep 
and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. This is a long test from Luke chapter 5 verse 1 to 10. In this text, we are going to learn about 10 valuable lessons. And for us to be able to have our lives become better, it depends on the changes that we make in our attitudes. When we do the same things, the same way always, we will always get the same results. In essence, if we are pursuing one thing, definitely we will end up at the result of what we are pursuing. Now let's go through the lessons. And the first lesson we are going to learn from this text is that God's blessings know no boundaries. God's blessings know no boundaries. For instance, when we read verse 1 of Luke chapter 10, the Bible says, So it was, as the multitude pressed upon him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Friends, Jesus came to Gennesaret, where he located Peter and colleagues at the seashore. God, this Jesus, did not meet Peter before, but he came there and found him. Also, we know that Peter did not invite Jesus, but Jesus located him. The lesson from this verse is that God knows your name, your workplace, and your dwelling place. He can bless you wherever you may be. It is in his interest to turn your life around. And that is why today, wherever you are, God's blessings can locate you. And his blessings know no boundary. That is, if we strategically place ourselves where the Lord can find us, and he can find us everywhere anyway, he will bless us. Let's look at the second important lesson that we can learn from this text. Remember, we are looking at the topic, at your word. The second lesson we can learn from this text is that don't give up yet. Don't give up yet. In whatever you do in life, it is important not to quit. Especially when you have the conviction that what you are doing will lead you to a very good end. Bible says, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end is death. If that is the way you are pursuing, then I will say, there is the need to change and turn around. 
But when you are doing what you are convinced about, that it is the will of God, don't give up yet. When we read the second verse of Luke chapter 5, the Bible says, And saw two boats stand by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Peter and his colleagues were washing their nets in preparation for another adventure. Throughout the night, they tried everything, all that they knew and all that they can do. They tried everything, but it didn't work. They had no catch. But why will they not just throw their nets away and move on to do something else? This man decided to wash their nets, get it prepared for another adventure. Today, I don't know the situations that you are facing or the circumstances that you are facing. Yes, I know that probably you have failed several times, but don't give up. You may have toiled the whole year, the whole day without a catch, but don't give up hope because Jesus is about to do something great in your life. God be with you till we meet again. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>